I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Back to live, Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. I, I feel like a jerk. And I have to apologize to you. There was a time, about a week and a half ago, that I was very optimistic about the goings-on in Congress. I was very optimistic that the leaders of both the House and the Senate and the, the minority teams on both of those respective bodies, that they would be coming together and that they would uh, see the greater good and observe the real true need uh, being experienced across America, and that they could set aside their differences. And for a moment, for a moment, Stop trying to score political points or stop trying to position themselves to, uh, best, to best navigate the election waters of November and come to an agreement. Come to some sort of agreement that would help American businesses, both large and small, American families, both large and small, employer and employee, uh, states and counties and municipalities. I thought that they'd be able to pull it off. Well... Look who's the jerk. Me. This guy. I was optimistic. And what should I have been? Well, of course, realistic and pessimistic. Because as we sit here today, uh, Congress has yet, the Republicans and the Democrats, have yet to come to an agreement about how much federal funding should be allocated. Nor can they agree on how much uh, money should be spent. And uh, to, just to get a sense of where uh, the, the two sides stand right now, let's hear from uh, the, the real players. Here, Speaker Nancy Pelosi says the GOP just isn't providing enough money for the American people. I couldn't help but thinking when we were at the table that what they were offering us was Sophie's choice. Not enough money for food, not enough, nothing for housing in terms of rentals, a moratorium, that's nice, but it's not money. Uh, for rent. It isn't uh, uh, not enough money for money in the pockets of the American people who really need this, who through no fault of their own are out of work. And certainly just uh, when they said a skinny proposal, it was anorexic. Now, on the other side of the coin, you have Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell telling people that, uh, uh, well, we, we shouldn't be making more money on unemployment than those who are working. You have heard this uh, theme repeated by many, including myself. Uh, he says that the Senate won't pass another stimulus bill until liability insurance is included. Well, unemployment is extremely important. But the way the bill was, the previous bill was crafted, five out of six workers are actually making more staying at home than going back to work. And remember, all of these folks are going to get another $1,200 in direct payment uh, under the HEALS Act that we announced yesterday. So all we're saying is 
we don't want to make it more profitable to stay home and to go back to work. That's not what unemployment insurance is about. We think unemployment is extremely important in a time of high unemployment. We want to continue that at the traditional level and back the states up so they can afford to continue it for a necessarily longer uh, period of time. But it also involves the principle of not paying your neighbor more to stay home than you're making by going back to work. Yeah. And again, we've heard that theme, and it is a true theme, and I feel very strongly about that. And I think that there have been a number of uh, proposals, including by Utah's own uh, Mitt Romney. We, we spoke to Senator Romney not long ago uh, about this very point. That is what's happening in Washington. That is all uh, you know, policy debates, and they will ultimately maybe uh, come to some sort of a, an agreement. But what we are unsure of is the timeline. We don't know how long uh, that will be. And sometimes when we are faced with uncertainty, actually all the times, whenever we are faced with uncertainty, uh, we need to take stock, take personal stock of what we are doing to extricate ourselves from a difficult situation, what we are doing to provide for ourselves, because we shouldn't be counting on the, the federal government, both as a matter of principle and, as we are seeing right now, as a matter of uh, practicality. They can't come to an agreement. There's nothing coming out of Washington. Who's going to take care of me but myself? Uh, our first thought should always be how to take care of ourselves. And so that brings me to uh, some words shared just this morning uh, by Kevin Burt. You've heard from Kevin Burt a number of times. Uh, he is the director of unemployment insurance here in the state of Utah. Today he shared this week's unemployment insurance claims report, uh, encouraging numbers. Weekly unemployment claims uh, have dropped from uh, a level of almost 20 times higher than last year at their peak to now three times higher than last year. Now, that, that's still a significant number. Three times higher uh, than they were at this time last year is still significant. But uh, to have moved from 20 times to now three times, that's a big deal. But Bert did say that the number of people who have run out of unemployment insurance and are requesting additional federal support did rise by 13% and is expected to continue to rise. Additionally, he said the state would no longer be able to extend their special job attachments provision after this week. In this pandemic, we expanded the use of the job attachment. It is something that is used in unemployment insurance when an employer knows that they are going to have these employees return. We see that in Utah with seasonal work often. And we did the similar thing for individuals who were unemployed as a result of this pandemic. And that's what made this uh, spike in unemployment different than a recession. Individuals in a recession are usually let go uh, with no expectation to return to work. Uh, the, this pandemic was certainly different in the speed in which people needed assistance, the volume of number of individuals that applied for assistance, as well as the expectation that many would return to their employer uh, once uh, they were, the economic activity were to resume or some of the restrictions were lifted and they were able to return. Bert said also that people needed, past tense, to be aware that unemployment insurance doesn't last forever and may not get them through. Unemployment insurance is a time-limited program. We often talk about how much it is, it's a, how, what the replacement wage is, is there a stimulus benefit? But in the end, it is limited for up to 26 weeks. This week, we are in week 22 uh, since the initial increase we saw in unemployment claims. 
individuals that have not been able to return to work where they were furloughed from after 22 weeks are in a difficult position because unemployment is not going to see them through the remainder of this economic difficulty and may not see them through until their employer is able to open and bring them back fully. Now, what is the practical reality of that assertion by Kevin Burt with the unemployment insurance program here in the state of Utah? It is, bluntly put, coming up pretty soon, folks, you're on your own. Coming up pretty soon, there won't be a check coming your way. The benefits of unemployment insurance are running out. And you may laugh. You might think that, uh, oh, what does she know? Uh, but uh, the, the president's daughter recently uh, rolled out a program where you are able to explore alternative career fields. People change careers all the time. Uh, last point on this comes from uh, Mr. Berti says uh, that uh, it might be time to explore uh, other uh, fields of employment. Once the benefit exhausts, an individual is eligible for zero dollars. And so what we need uh, is individuals that have been on furlough for more than five months. We are encourage them to look for work in op where opportunities exist in this new normal. That's where we are right now in this coronavirus fight. That's where we are right now in terms of our personal responsibility to ourselves and our families. And that's where we are uh, in part due to the inaction in Congress. Uh, whether or not you think the government should uh, be paying out in this form, uh, that's besides the point at the moment. It's time to look out for yourself. Good luck.